0: officials are working around the clock to evacuate nine New Zealanders who remain in Gaza tonight. Eleven Kiwis and their families were able to get out of the enclave overnight and are currently being supported by the New Zealand Embassy in Cairo. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Trade says it's working with New Zealand Defence Force to help those still in the region and is also urging all New Zealanders to register on the Safe Travel website. Meanwhile, hospitals in Gaza continue to come under relentless bombardment as the Israel-Hamas war rages on. Hospital staff are working in dire conditions with electricity and medical supplies either out or running low. The buildings that are still operating are packed with residents seeking shelter. Joining us now from Doctors Without Borders, Médecins Sans Frontières, is Simon Eccles-Hall. Hi, Simon. How many hospitals are still operating in Gaza?
1: Well, that's a a very good question. The amount of information that we're getting from our medical staff in Gaza is now sporadic. And unfortunately, it seems that there are very few hospitals still functioning. The main hospital where MSF has been providing assistance, the Al Shifa Hospital, as you described in the introduction, has become under relentless attack over the weekend and is barely able to continue to function.
0: So what can you tell us about what you are hearing from your people on the ground?
1: We are hearing an absolutely catastrophic situation. Uh, Staff in the Al Shifa Hospital are sharing the stories of hundreds of patients and staff being essentially trapped inside the hospital as it is under attack. Over the weekend, there were uh, attacks which struck the outpatient department, killing patients injuring more and also an attack which hit the maternity ward Um, we've seen that there are many uh, young children neonatal patients at the hospital who are now in a a life-threatening situation because of the lack of access to fuel to run the generators to keep life-saving emergency support going
0: um, we have uh, throughout the day being he- uh, been hearing news reports about those premature babies at Al Shifa. Do you know if they have been evacuated?
1: Uh, as of now, currently, no, we have no news that those children have been evacuated. And indeed, there's been some uh, concerning misinformation circulating about whether or not the hospital is functioning, who is providing that uh, obstacle to those children to be evacuated from msf we we would staunchly defend the idea that any hospital in any conflict situation should never be a target we should not be in the situation where we're having to evacuate patients including uh, premature babies or neonatals who uh, require constant medical support they should be able to stay in the hospital they should be able to be safe in that environment and not be a target, as we've seen over the weekend.
0: Do you know if the aid convoys have been able to reach Al-Shifa or any other hospitals in Gaza?
1: To date, no. The amount of humanitarian aid that has been able to cross the Rafa border post from Egypt has been tiny, almost insignificant in the amount of assistance that is coming through. So as we speak... There are critical life-threatening shortages of food, of water, of fuel to generate electricity. And for MSF in particular, we're very aware of the lack of medical supplies. Our doctors performing surgeries without the required uh, anaesthetics and, and other medicines um, to be able to provide uh, duty of care to patients.
0: What can you tell us about reports we understand of snipers shooting at people as they try to leave hospitals?
1: Uh, yes, uh, one of our staff actually has made a similar uh, statement in uh, uh, over the weekend saying that staff who were seeking to leave the hospital or to flee the hospital, this is the Al Shifa Hospital, uh, were witnessed being shot. Uh, We understand that uh, hundreds of patients and staff now are remaining within the hospital, too afraid to evacuate um, because of this experience over the weekend. So, yes, uh, MSF can also uh, confirm that we've had similar reports from our staff in the hospital that people are being shot as they attempt to
0: flee. What uh, what else are you hearing from other hospitals other than Al Shifa and Gaza?
1: We have uh, 300 national staff uh, working for us in Gaza at the moment, and we've unfortunately lost contact with many of them over the weekend. Uh, It's a very difficult telecommunication situation. But we understand that the siege around the Al-Shifa hospital is also playing out in other hospitals, uh, children's hospital being surrounded by IDF tanks and indiscriminate bombing uh, continuing over the weekend, not sparing uh, medical facilities, not sparing ambulances. So, unfortunately, what we're hearing is that it, this situation is not unique to our Sheba Hospital. And, in fact, since the 7th of October, with this, the commencement of the current hostilities, we've seen time and time again health facilities coming under attack. And, and, and that, of course, is something that is never justifiable. It's a violation of international humanitarian law, and it's something that should be investigated um, as a war crime.
0: Just to finish, Simon, and you've already said that hospitals shouldn't be under attack. How do you advise your staff to keep safe, or how do they tell you that they're able to keep safe?
1: That's a really difficult question. It's it's a choice that the staff are making. MSF has been unable to maintain our regular coordinated medical assistance and despite uh, our concerns for our staff many of them choose to continue to turn up at the hospitals for work out of concern for their patients but we know it's at great personal cost we unfortunately uh, lost one of our colleagues on the 6th of november Uh, muhammad al ahel has uh, worked for us for a few years as a lab technician he was killed at at home when his building in the uh, al-shaif refugee camp was struck Uh, he lost his, not only his life, many members of his family, and more than a dozen in the building. Similarly, our staff are telling us of deaths of family members, um, and, and at this stage, we've lost contact with a number of our staff, but we're unable to to verify that we've lost more than one of our staff members in the current hostilities. But it's a it's a very very difficult personal choice that that staff are making to abandon their patients and seek to to flee or to stay at great personal risk.
0: Thank you very much for your time today, Simon. That's Simon Eccles-Hall, who is the Head of Programs for Doctors Without Borders, Médecins Sans Frontières.